All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady in front of me on the internet or who's this lady in my ear? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. <laughs> Let's do this awesome. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure that you have, uh, excuse me, who. Oh, I thought I was going to sneeze. Making sure that you have your articles of incorporation with the state. Uh, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers. Making sure you have contracts for clients and partners so you don't get left holding the bag. Basic brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas and hiring and training strategies so that you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things so that you can set up a strong foundation for your business that can allow you to do things like establish business credit, get business loans, get your products into big box stores, get government contracts. These are all the things that you can do when your paperwork is in order. Okay. Um, so, and, and, uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have uh, amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I am here. Okay. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance or you've been in business for a while and you're like, I need to get this paperwork together so I can start, you know, writing off some of these expenses or you just have a business idea and you're like, you know what, I don't even know where to start. All I have is this idea. That's all I have. I want to help you turn that dream into a reality. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can access many of my, um, digital products like uh the protect your biz ebook bundle that were um some of you will have a chance to win uh during the show today uh but if you you know just want to cut the line just get to to it um the protect your biz ebook bundle it comes with a trademark toolkit the copyrights ebook and the patents ebook and you can pick that up for 29.97 okay at linktree forward slash npl consulting firm Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also, uh, we can get your show merch. So if you like my mug and you want a mug like my mug, um, you can also get that at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There's a lot more going on there, but long story short, go check out Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. All right. Uh, but now that we have gone over that, let's get to the reason why we are here today. NPL legal dish for some, for anybody who might be new if you're watching the replay or something and you're like, what's going on here? Here's how the show works. Uh, I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me. We actually have three stories tonight that were sent by viewers. Um, uh, and I pull stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them, okay? 
So this is a time for you to get involved, ask your questions, give your comments as long as they're respectful. I will be asking you to put some stuff into the box, whether they be emojis, whether I ask you questions, if I want your opinion, um, you know, and also during, you know, the quiz time. So, you know, keep your fingers ready as long as you're not driving uh, and let's have a fun time. All right. Okay. Um, so like I said, uh, before, um, before we get into our stories at the top of the show, we usually do our NPL nuggets, but today, since we're going to be doing, um, uh, prize winning questions, um, we're not going to do our NPL nuggets. It's, the questions are going to be sprinkled <clears throat> throughout the show. So you need to pay attention. Okay. All right. Um, so our first story for tonight was brought to us by the lovely Zephyrina. Um, if you have heard of the, uh, American rapper, uh, who goes by the stage name Jay-Z, please give me a diamond emoji. <laughs> please give me a diamond emoji if you have heard of Jay-Z, okay? Um, if you don't know who Jay-Z is, we have nothing to talk about. I'm just kidding. Um, Jay-Z is an American rapper. He has been rapping for quite some time, over 20 years. Um, one of his biggest albums, thank you, Zephyrina, was called Reasonable Doubt. It was, it was released in 1996. It has kind of an iconic cover of Jay-Z with a fedora hat and a suit and holding a cigar. Um, (laughs) yes. Uh, but yeah, Reasonable Doubt kind of catapulted Jay-Z into the public spotlight. He was 26 at the time when Reasonable Doubt um, was released. Now, as many people do for his album release, he hired a photographer to take some photos of him. Uh, he hired a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Mannion. Okay. He is a legendary hip hop photographer. He has photographed tons of people besides Jay-Z, uh, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Dr. Dre. Um, and you know, he, he took, he did the photo shoot for reasonable doubt. There's no, there's no dispute over that. He definitely took the pictures. He did, you know, all the treatments and things like that. And, and Jay-Z loved the the pictures and he was paid very well for, uh, his services as a photographer. Right. Um, so now years later, uh, fast forward to today, Jay-Z is now suing Mr. Mannion because he says that Mr. Mannion, uh, not only has the photos that he took of Jay-Z in 1996, plastered all over his, um, website promoting his work, but he's also selling prints of the photos that he took from Jay-Z's photo shoot. Now, uh, Jay-Z says that he has been, uh, you know, trying to, or from the report, Jay-Z has been trying to get Mr. Mannion to, you know, take these down, you know, behind the scenes and not, not be loud about it and didn't want to go the legal route. But when Jay-Z asked him to stop uh, selling the photos and to stop posting the photos of Jay-Z, Mr. Mannion said, okay, if you want that, you're going to have to pay me tens of millions of dollars. So, uh, Jay-Z turned to his lawyers and said, uh, get this guy out of here. And he is now suing Jonathan Mannion, uh, for, you know, copyright infringement and, and wants compensatory damages. All right. So basic story, guy hired a photographer, paid the photographer, Photographer took the pictures, and now the photographer is taking those pictures he took of the guy and is selling them, right? So, who can tell me why the photographer 
will probably win this case. If you can tell me what rule in photography will probably let this photographer win this case. Like when someone takes a picture, right? Um, a photographer. What, uh, like, what do you mean ownership, T.S.? I can't, I can't say your name, but T.S. Like what rule will allow Jonathan Mannion, the photographer, to keep selling these photos of, Jay-Z, unless there is, you know, some other, some exclusive clause, right? This is to win a, the Protect Your Biz ebook. So if I hire someone to do a photo shoot for me and they take those pictures, uh, you know, why, why can they take those pictures and use them as marketing for their business? Does anybody know? I'm going to give y'all a second. And while you do that, I got to go get the plug for my computer because it's the battery's drained. So try, try and think about why this guy who took these pictures of Jay-Z almost, you know, over a quarter, what, maybe a quarter century ago, why is he probably going to be able to continue Posting these photos of Jay-Z and selling them on the internet. Um, ooh, hold up. I think T.S. is giving us the tea right now. T.S. said, Zephyrina said, it's his intellectual property. I, I need a, a little bit more specific. T.S. said, if you have a contract with him to take the pictures where the contract has a clause in there saying that the pictures belong to the photographer or they belong to the client. Absolutely. T.S., listen. You have won yourself uh, a, a, the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle. I want you to DM me your email address so I can send it to you, okay? Um, that is a very good answer. When you hire a photographer to take your photos, okay? When you hire a photographer to take your photos, unless there is a specific clause in your, in, in your service contract with the photographer saying that they can't have the photos because they are the person who took the photos, they have inherent copyrights. This is why we have all of those stories of photographers suing celebrities for putting their pictures of uh, pictures that the photographers, that the photographers took on their social media sites. The photographers are able to do that because they have inherent copyrights because they took the photos. Now, there are disputes because of the subject of the photos. But in this case, with Jay-Z and this photographer, uh, Jay-Z was 26 at the time. Not a child, um, but, you know, not necessarily, you know, a, a fully formed adult. He probably didn't read uh, his the contract with the photographer or maybe wasn't even aware of the intellectual property rights um, regarding photography, right? So Jay, uh, we would have to see the contract that Jay-Z and Mr. Mannion signed and see where the rights lie. So uh, unless at that time they had an, an agreement that uh, Mr. Mannion would not reproduce these photos, that they would, that the rights would remain with Jay-Z, Mr. Mannion has every right to, to, to do this. 
Um, quick example, one of my good friends, she got married and like most people do, she hired a photographer for her wedding. Signed the contract, da da da. Maybe six months, uh, maybe six months to a year after the wedding, you know, they'd gotten the photos back, they're beautiful. And then she sees an ad for this photographer using her picture from her wedding. And she called me and she's like, oh my God, they, they're using my picture. What can I do? And I was like, there's nothing you can do because you probably, you know, agreed to the photographer using that picture for marketing when you signed the service contract. This is why it's important for you to read contracts so you understand what rights you have, okay? Um, but yeah, J uh, between Jay-Z and, and Jonathan Mannion, unless Jay-Z can show that at the time when he signed the contract, they had an express agreement in the contract that Mr. Mannion would not use Jay-Z's photos for marketing, Jay-Z um, will, will most likely lose this, uh, this, um, the, the, uh, this case because Mr. Mannion, he took the photos. He was the photographer. He created it, right? Okay. Hi, 76 Groom Guy. We just finished talking about Jay-Z suing the, the reasonable doubt photographer. Okay. All right. So yeah. So TS, please don't forget to DM me your email address so I can send you your Protect Your Biz ebook bundle. Great job on that answer. I'm very proud of you. Yes, yes, yes. Hand clap. And thank you, Zephyrina, too, girl. You, like, you had the broad strokes, but I was really looking for, for that nitty-gritty that TS gave us, okay? All right. Um, next story that we are talking about was brought to us by 76 Grimke, who just popped in right now. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, the, I'm bringing this case up because 76 Grimke... It's, it's all right. Uh, 76 Grimke, she popped into my inbox today and she showed me this story and she was like, can he do this? And, um, I wanted to bring it to y'all. Uh, and again, this is a, this is going to be another opportunity for someone else to win a Protect Your Biz ebook bundle. So if you're watching right now and you have not won already, 76 Grimke and, uh, TS, and those of you, um, other people who might be watching on YouTube and Facebook, this is your chance to win a Protect Your Biz ebook bundle, okay? Um, so, uh, we all are, we all, y'all know that I love Beyonce. Um, who can tell me Beyonce, Beyonce's, like, most popular song? Like, when she became, like, Beyonce, you know, when we were like, oh, shoot. Who remembers that the song that really like popped Beyonce into the spotlight, right? Um, who remembers? I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> That's the hit. What is the song that really like made people say, Oh, Beyonce? <laughs> right? Nobody knows. Okay, uh, put, but that's, that's not the, but that's not the official name of the song. Not, not put a ring on it. What's the name of the song? Come on. Come on. What's the name of the song? Are we not gonna, come on. Y'all ain't, y'all, you're not gonna disrespect Beyonce like this on the show. Okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna give me this right now. 
remember the name of the song. The name of the song was called Single Ladies. Y'all break my heart. It's okay. Um, <laughs> 76 Group Grace said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, Single Ladies. And if you remember the Single Ladies video, it was iconic um, at the time because it was one single shot of Beyonce and two of her backup dancers doing a, a a dance routine. It literally, like, one shot for four minutes, meaning there was no break. It wasn't like, you know, they spliced it together. They just did the entire routine. And that routine went like wildfire. You had people doing it everywhere, right? Um, and not only Beyonce, but if you're a fan of Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Megan, a lot of her choreography goes viral too, right? And this is all due to the work of a photographer called Jaquel Knight. Uh, now, Jaquel has been on a journey, um, a battle, trying to fight for choreographers everywhere. I have told you guys it is very difficult to copyright dances, um, dance moves, because uh, in order for you to copyright a dance, you need to have some, uh, there, there are some, uh, there are some boxes that need to be checked off, okay? If someone can tell me one of the requirements for a dance routine to be copyrighted, you will win the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle and get the trademark toolkit, the copyright ebook, and the, and the patents ebook. So if you can tell me one of the requirements for... To, to copyright um, a, um, a dance routine, uh, put that in in the boxes. Now, the question that 76 Groom K asked, uh, because Jaquel Knight, he has started a company that is purely focused on helping choreographers copyright their dances. And and um, 76 Groom K asked, can he do this? Um, and I, I am, I'm going to give you that answer live, but I want to... See if any of you guys know what is one of the requirements for a dance to be copyrighted. All right. I'm going to give y'all like 15 more seconds. I wish we could include podcast land in this, but, um, you know, things happen. All right. So it seems like we're all a little bit stumped. Now, choreographing a dance um, can be hard because people kind of get stuck on the moves. We've had stories before where people tried to claim ownership of dance moves like the Carlton dance. Alfonso Ribeiro tried to claim copyright ownership over that. Uh, Two Millie tried to claim copyright ownership over the Millie Rock dance. Um, what else? Uh, I think th there have been a few stories like that, right? And most times, those particular cases do not win because they are trying to copyright a simple, you know, uh, no, not not unique Grimke. It's not it's not a matter of being unique. Um, it has to be. It, it can't just be a simple move. Like the Millie Rock just goes like this, right, or something like that. Look, I'm not an expert, but this is the move for the Millie Rock. That is not enough to be copyrighted. And then the Carlton dance. It's like that foot move, and you're doing like that. That is not enough to be copyrighted. In order for you to be able to copyright a dance, it has to be something along the lines of what Jaquel Knight 
does. Like I said, the choreography for single ladies is iconic. We recognize that choreography. Think about Megan Thee Stallion and the body yadi routine, the body yadi challenge that was going on. All of that was choreographed by Jaquel Knight, right? So in order for a dance to be copyrighted, it must not be just a simple move. It has to be an entire routine. It has to be performed by professionals. It must be recorded, um, you know, and put in front of an audience. So um, to to answer your question, 76 Grim K, Jaquel Knight absolutely can do this. I think where you got caught up was that they said that he is copywriting dance moves. He's not copywriting dance moves. He's copywriting dance routines, all right? There's a difference between a single move, like if I'm just doing the running man, or if I'm doing the entire single ladies choreography, right? So Jaquel Knight has opened a company for the specific purpose of helping choreographers copyright their dance routines, okay? So I hope that answers your question, 76 Grimke. Thank you for bringing that up for us, um, okay? And, uh, you know, giving us a little lesson in dance choreography copywriting, okay? Uh, before we move on to our next story of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, you're like, I don't know how to fill out this paperwork. Where am I supposed to go and find this form? Ah! I want to help you, you know, find your way through this wilderness of business paperwork. Go to linktree forward slash NPL, <laughs> linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. If you remember Gorilla Glue Girl, Tessica Brown, give me, uh, give me a gorilla emoji. Give me the gorilla emoji. If you remember Gorilla Glue Girl, Tessica Brown, give me a gorilla emoji. For those of you, if for some reason you don't remember uh, Tessica Brown, she was the woman who put Gorilla Glue in her hair thinking that it could substitute for, you know, a, a particular type of edge control hairspray, um, and ended up having to get medical attention because, you know, her hair was basically shellacked to her scalp. Thank you, 76 Grimke. Now, knowing what we know about Tessica Brown, that she sprayed Gorilla Glue in her hair and had to get her hair cut off at the hospital, would you be interested in purchasing a hair care line from Miss Tessica Brown. If Tessica Brown said, hey girl, I just came out with this, uh, with this product called uh, Forever Hold. That's going to keep your edges, you know, tight and sleek. Would y'all, would you be interested? Would you purchase hair care products from Tessica Brown? Give me a yes or a no in the comment box. Let me know what y'all think. Would you get yourself a Tessica Brown hairspray, shampoo, conditioner, edge control? 76 Grimke said, no, nope, never. Girl, Zephyrina is giving me the title. <laughs> Y'all see the title of the show. I will cut off each and every one of my locks individually before I purchase a hair care product from Tessica Brown, okay? Ma'am, you have proven that your judgment, you know, isn't always, you know, where it should be. So, no, I'm not putting your products in my hair, right? Um, hey to whoever popped in. I don't recognize that, um, 
avatar, but hey, say, say hi so I can greet you properly, right? But Tessica Brown, I wouldn't purchase her hair care products, but somebody else may. The fact that, you know, she got to be known as Gorilla Glue Girl may have given her a type of cachet. She's trying to cash in on that, right? Maybe somebody will say, well, shoot, if she is promoting this, you know, hair hold gel, it has to be glue because she sprayed her hair with Gorilla Glue, right? So Tessica is coming out with her own hair care line. Um, it's why, why do you think, so the hair care line is being called Forever Hold, right? Why do you think they're not calling it Gorilla Glue Girl? Why do you think they're not calling the hair care line Gorilla Glue Girl? Okay, why do you think they are not calling Tessica Brown's new hair care line Gorilla Glue Girl? What do you think? Excuse me. Ooh, that was Thursday. All right, so. Anybody have an idea why? Because we know Tessica Brown. We started, we knew her as, I knew her as Gorilla Glue Girl before I knew her real name, right? Um, yes, Zephyrina, because Gorilla Glue is trademarked. Absolutely. You know what, Zephyrina? Send me your email address because you got it. I, like that, that was, um, you know, that, that was kind of, I wanted to see if somebody was going to get it, but, but you got it right away. Send me your email address. I'm going to send you a protect your biz, um, ebook bundle. All right. Um, 76 grand grace. That sounds crazy. And gorilla glue is trademark. Absolutely. She's not calling it gorilla glue girl. Uh, you know, whatever, because gorilla glue is already trademark and gorilla glue don't want nothing to do with her. Okay, <laughs> so um, so Tessica is out here with a new hair care line. She's trying to use, you know, her social capital to to bring in the coin. Nobody here wants to try out her hair whole thing. Nobody. Look, I told y'all, y'all will see me bald on this show before I put a Tessica Brown product in my hair. All right. Okay. Y'all think I would look good bald? Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm just being silly. Okay. Our next and final story of the evening, okay? Um, if you have ever shopped at Dollar Tree, give me some type of money emoji. There's a whole lot of money in the... Hey! Boom, boom, boom. If you've ever shopped at Dollar Tree, I like Dollar Tree. Um, you can get some, you know, if, if you're planning a party, you can get... Um, party supplies quick and you know very affordable thank you for the money emoji 76 grimke it's a whole lot of money in this mother mm, mm. Mm, 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 mm. um <clears throat> thank you zephyrina so dollar tree you know you go to dollar tree you can find almost anything they have food kitchen items party items personal items cups whatever you want right um Including apparently glasses. I did not know that Dollar Tree sold glasses, uh, but it doesn't surprise me. Anyway, um, Dollar Tree is being sued or was sued for uh, copyright infringement by an eyewear maker called 
Vera Bradley. Okay. Vera Bradley, their glasses, um, run or frames, I should say they run for about 150 to $200. As we know, everything in Dollar Tree is how much? A dollar, right? Um, and Vera Bradley, they had this very specific pattern called flutter by, uh, they were these glasses that were multicolored with flowers on them. Um, and, uh, apparently Dollar Tree took the design and, you know, ripped it off and was selling glasses for a dollar in their store. The Vera Bradley company found this out because they saw some, a comparison in a Facebook group. So they sued uh, Dollar Tree for copyright infringement. Uh, and what do you think happened between Vera Bradley and Dollar Tree? What do you think happened? What do you think happened? Vera Bradley sued. They, they, they filed suit. They said, excuse me, judge Dollar Tree stole our design and is selling our $150 glasses for $8. There was a conclusion, um, today. What do you think happened between, uh, Vera Bradley and Dollar Tree? Did you cheat, uh, yes, a settlement was reached. Thank you. Vera Bradley and Dollar Tree have reached a settlement. Now, don't get it twisted. Just because everything in Dollar Tree costs a dollar don't mean that company don't have money, okay? Dollar Tree got money. So, um, Vera Bradley and Dollar Tree, they have come to a settlement. The, the, um, the specifics of the settlement have not come out, but let's just spitball it here. How much do you think Vera Bradley got paid to drop this suit or to settle with Dollar Tree, because some money changed hands. We knew that Dollar, that Vera Bradley was not going to take this lying down. Their glasses sell for $150 to $200 a piece. You up here selling these, these glasses for a, a dollar? Um, what do you think, like, what kind of settlement do you think happened between Vera Bradley and Dollar Tree? How much do you think they got? Hundreds of thousands? Millions? Couple thousand? 76, 150, girl, I don't think it was that much. We were, they would have put the number out if it was 150 million. I don't think they got 150 million, but if that's your guess, okay. Any other guesses? I'm thinking they probably got tops a couple million, maybe two or three. Um, but it would probably also depend on how many glasses were sold. But yeah, uh, Zephyrina, what is that one for? One dollar? Is that the, the thing for one dollar, Zephyrina? Hi, 30 Dark Lovely. <laughs> you laughing at me? Um, let me know what that one is, Zephyrina. I just see a one and a big dollar sign. Okay. But yeah, Vera Bradley and, and Dollar Tree, they, you know, figured things out behind the scenes on their own. They were like, Judge, you know what? Don't even worry about it. We handle this ourselves. It's settled, okay? Um, one million. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I think they probably, you know, settled for a, a couple million or a, a few at the most. I don't think it's in the tens of millions. It's probably in the single million. I, I take it either way, but, um, you know, Vera said, run us our ducats and Dallas said, fine, as long as you drop this case. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, is, uh, we, now this is our last show of the week. 
I won't be back until Monday, but um, I want to take some time out to give you guys a chance to ask some questions uh, about the stories that we've covered this week or about any of the topics that we've covered, copyrights, trademarks, business entities. Um, this past week, we have talked about um, the oat milk, Oatly. We've talked about Roblox being sued. We've talked about... Um, Ariana Grande coming out with a beauty line. Uh, we've talked about Miracle Grow, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Netflix's Umbrella Academy. We, we've covered a lot. 76 Grimka said, fun stories tonight as always. Thanks, doll. You know, it's thanks to you and Zephyrina and everybody who contributes. You know, this is an ecosystem. This is why I love when you guys send me stories because... It lets me know what you want to talk about. Okay, Zephyrina said, thank you so much. Have fun at June, Juneteenth. Sorry if I spelled it wrong. You're good, girl. Thank you so much. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to eat. I'm going to have a good time, okay? All right, but yeah, if we don't have any questions, we're going to break for tonight. We'll be back on Monday with more stories. If you find anything you want me to talk about, please, please, please send it to the inbox. You know I love it. That makes my job so much easier. Um, make sure that you, uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. See everything that's going on with me. Book your free 15 minute consultations, download the free biz launch cheat sheet, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so you can catch up on this show whenever you want. Uh, there's lots going on over at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. So I want to say good night to you guys. Take care of yourselves. Good night to my family and friends. Um, and I will see you guys on Monday. Bye. End, end.